Welcome to today's Conduit uh, continuation, um, or I should say a launch of a new series. Uh, my name is Jerry Bierman. I'm the owner operator of Alluring Glass. I've got my recurring friend, colleague, uh, coach, Paul Bauscher from Insight Coaching. Good morning, Paul. Hey, Jerry. Good morning. So we're going to start a four-part series on values. And um, the framework that you gave me for vision, uh, which we just completed last week, was to go through the inspiration for values, the education, the application, and the implementation. So naturally today, we're going to start with inspiration. So do you want to kick us off? How do, how do we start the why for values? Sure. Why do I care? It's funny. I always tell every client, when you introduce a new, a new topic, and I probably said this before, when you introduce a new system, a new way of doing things, always assume that your employees are thinking, so what? <laughs> right? Yeah. Why do I care? And it's your job to tell them why they care. And when we talk about inspiration, that's the same thing. I can assume that anyone listening to this might be saying, so what? Values. It's this squishy thing that doesn't grow revenues and I can't measure it. And, you know, all these things that that would be make someone go, I've got other things I need to do. Yeah. The other thing I think that comes up is because it feels like a squishy thing, it feels like I don't know how to put my hands around it or what it really is. So, but here's an important thing to think about. Um, there's very few things that will create more disengagement in your company among your employees and even disengagement by clients um, if there's a disconnect between what's represented by the leader and owner and by what's actually carried out. Your people are always going to notice an incongruence in your words and actions. If there's not, if they aren't the same, people are going to pick up on that very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a problem for you. And it may not be, it'll be measurable. You just may not be able to tie it back to values right away. So that yeah. the idea of a company that says one thing and does another, you know, we see it in corporate America in a screaming way where you might see a chemical company who says we value the environment and they have all these web pages about their green practices while they're dumping chemicals into a river. So, right. So we very quickly, when we see that, we go, that's just, there's a real trust gap there. For sure. So really being clear about your values and understanding what you're doing um, is, is critically important in so many, so many different ways. Well, and as you're saying that, I, I'm reminded of the definition I learned years ago of integrity. And so integrity, the definition that was shared with me is completeness, like it's whole. Mm -hmm. And so as you were, you were uh, talking about the, the why of the values, I was thinking, you know, one of, the, um, one of the worst things you could say to a leader is you lack integrity. Mm. And yet, as I'm hearing you talk about values, if your values are inconsistent with who you say you are versus who you actually are, or we were talking about scaling a few minutes ago, um, trying to scale and making sure the values are scalable as well. I, yeah, that's, it's really, it's a great reminder for me this morning. Well, and values being scalable is, um, that's really important when we think, when we, if we jump forward for a second, think about application and implementation is how are we going to use these values to scale those values within the company? Because yeah. the most powerful company values are the ones that come from your own core values, right? So I think I was expressing to you in our EMIF program, we start with people, what we call primary aim. 
-hmm. So when someone's thinking about their company values, the first thing I suggest is we got to get in touch with what really matters to you. Yeah. Because what you want to do is design a business that's also a world that you want to live in, where you can be all of who you are and not have to leave part of yourself at home. And where your people who ideally share your values can also feel that way. So it's critical to get in touch in a really deep level. What matters to me? What kind of place would I want to work? What kind of, what, what kind of behaviors? And that's a real important word too, to keep in mind when we think about values, is values drive behaviors. Mm-hmm. Now, when I start talking about behaviors, people sometimes suddenly get interested because it's like, well, the behaviors of my employees, now I'm interested in that. Yeah. But their values drive their behaviors, just like yours do. Yeah, it's interesting. I wonder as you as you're exploring, as as you're uh, sharing your insight with us, with me, and I'm wondering as I'm as I start to work on them. I've got values written on the wall. One of the things that's interesting about values, I would imagine, as we get into this today, more into this, a deeper dive is like if I say I value this. Uh, and I went to my wife and my kids or my coworkers, would they say, no, you don't? <laughs> Might they say, no, you don't? Yeah, sure. It's that old saying from where kids, right? Actions speak louder than words, or yeah. I can't hear what you're saying because your actions are screaming so loud. Yeah. Uh, that would be actually in the process of, of developing some kind of values and value statement for your business that would be an interesting exercise to do. It would be to ask the people closest to you, maybe in your family, maybe in your work, your leaders in your business, your managers, those that work close to you, just go to them and say, if you, if you named off what my top three to five values are, what would you think they are? Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that could be a really great reflection to get to see how congruent you are living as the leader of your business, because that's where pe- that's what people believe. Yeah, as you're coaching us, um, do you find, uh, you know, I'm again speaking for myself. Is it is it more typical that my, I've got these values over here that I think are the right thing to say, but I really don't embrace them? Like, um, do you find people like myself, other other leaders, aren't aware of what they value or haven't been able to name it? And then when you help them discover it, they're like, well, yes, of course. Um, so there's two parts to what you just said, and I. I I'm really glad that you brought that up because I think it's an important point. There's, there's two points. One is the value of being able, the second part of what you said, the value of being able to express them. So let's hold that. Okay. But the first part about them not living their values. In other words, having, to your point, having values over here, but I'm not really living them. What I've discovered with more business owners isn't that they're very intentionally living this dishonest uh, life because that to me would be dishonest. I've got this, I purport this value, but I don't actually have it. Yeah. Uh, What I think more happens is one of two things. One is I've got these values, uh, but I think business pressures require me to do something else. So I go to work every day, just a little bit miserable inside because I don't feel like I can live my values, Mm. that that I can stand in them and live in them. And that is what I seem to get more. This is U.S. business has this idea, and you know I take umbrage with the idea of work-life balance. I read recently someone said, to say that you have work-life balance means that you're either working or living. And I love the way he expressed that because if I'm not living, I'm dying. So working means I'm dying, right? Well, if I have to come to work and not live my values, 
well, I am dying. That's a miserable life. And I find business owners who live in that world where, yeah, this is really what I want my business to be. This is really how I want to live. But I feel like business won't allow me to do that. Yeah. Now to the second, and I, by the way, I'm sure there are some, some, there are bad people in the world, right? So I'm sure there are some people who express certain values and live the way they really are. And they think these values just resonate for someone. Yeah. Uh, on the other side of it, one of the biggest benefits of taking the time to get clear about values and be able to express them is that then you can talk about them with your team. Then you can take this squishy amorphous thing and turn it into a real conversation, which we'll of course talk about when we get to implementation, is how do we, once we get really clear about what these things are, how do we talk about them in an actually productive way that's gonna impact the culture and the productivity of the people who work with us? That's good, Paul. And I, I'm the simplicity of the word inspiration. Like inspiration, mm -hmm. if you think about something that inspires you, it there's a there's a substantial and I, and, I, and I I'm getting goosebumps as I'm saying this, <laughs> as I'm saying this to myself. There's an emotion, right? So inspiration, something that really 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 inspires me is blank, and there's an emotion tied to that, and so. You know, as I'm, as I'm, as 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 I will be working on our values or uh, revisiting our values, what are the things? As I'm talking to myself, Jerry, what are the things that really inspire you? Right, that really uh, conjure up that emotion. And so, um, and I think that's you know, being true to yourself. Uh, friends and family would say, hey, um, you know, being honest, having integrity. Um, setting expectations, as we were talking about a second ago, certain things, certain values that you have that, that conjure up emotions, those are good things to, to document. Um, hmm. I agree. And, I, and I, I also like to look at it from the standpoint that, so I have a client right now, he uses a phrase, he's told me that his dad told him when he was younger, uh, when you go out there, make good decisions using my best judgment. <laughs> like use your dad's best judgment, not your own. I love that phrase. It's, and when you think about it, every single day, that's what you ask your employees to do. Come to work, make good choices. Well, how do we decide what a good choice is? Mm -hmm. So if you said, uh, Paul, we're going to have Chinese for lunch today, I would say, no, that's not a good choice. But my lovely wife, Laura, would say, yeah, good choice. So depending on who you are and what you value, that really decides what a good choice is. So how in the world can your employees make good choices, or your kids for that matter, how can they make good choices by your measure if you don't share with them the values that you're using to make the choices you're making? Mm -hmm. You make decisions instinctively from this deep place in you, and sometimes you do it like that immediately this is what we should do yeah because you can very quickly feel the values in you you measure this decision up against them you make a choice but it's really hard to take that thought process and go well what values did i use to make that decision yeah how can i impart them then to my employees so that they'll make all these decisions on their own yeah have you found it different like is it a noun is it a verb um, I just wrote a couple words down that we've used that I've used to identify my values as growth or learning or innovation. Um, 
things that think words that are are associated with um, you know becoming aware of something um, you know being aware of something and developing some kind of learning that helps you move uh, in, in what I would call an improved uh, manner, whatever improvement mm -hmm. means to you. So yeah. You, go ahead. Yeah, exactly. And improvement means different things to different people to your point. So, yeah, I, I don't know if I've ever thought about it, uh, honestly, Jerry, from a verb or a noun standpoint. I mean, integrity is one I see a lot with clients. Uh, I think that resonates. People want their business to be, I remember my kids were growing up, I always told them life's easy. Just tell people what you're going to do and then do that thing. Yeah. Don't do something different. So that fits the, your definition of integrity. Uh, and I think that's what, um, that's what people want out of one another. And it's what we all want out of the businesses that we work with. You said you'd do X, did you do X? And if you didn't, then I'm losing trust or I'm losing connection with you. And so that integrity is an important value to yeah. have. Yeah. And then as far as, as far as an inspirational list, it, you know, where do you start with us? Do you say, Hey, Jerry, go get two or go get 22. What is, where is the range that you say, Hey, go, you know, whiteboard a hundred words that resonate with you and then filter down to a certain quantity. Yeah, and we'll dig more into that in education and application, but I, don't, I wouldn't say 100, I think you're going to get uh, barraged, but usually 15 to 20 words, just kind of brainstorm them out. Okay. And like I said, I like to think about words that drive, values that drive your behaviors. Yeah. What do you, what do you so my brother Jay, uh, he is an example, when you talk about the idea of needing rules versus people doing it because it matters to them, and he had this sort of sort of funny example he would use. He said, when I go home at night, I don't beat my wife because I love her. I don't need someone to tell me not to beat her. I love her. I'm not going to, I would never lay a hand on her and harm her. Yeah. There's a value that drives his behavior that says, I don't need a rule to tell me this. What we really want is employees who don't require a lot of babysitting. There's that word. We don't want to babysit our employees. We want them to be empowered to act independently in their job and do a great job because they want to. Absolutely. Well, if they share our values, because we're able to express them in a clear way and find out if they do, and I know that you're going to make a decision based on our shared value, I don't worry about your decision. I feel very comfortable that you're going to make it. In this case, we're talking about inspiration, not in the sense that, oh gosh, I'm all giddy and excited. You yeah. could get that way. Uh, we're talking about inspiration in the sense that um, I, I have a heart attack. I'm now inspired to begin eating right and exercising, where before maybe I wasn't. Sure. So yeah. there's an inspiration that says, oh, this matters. I should do something about this, right? And without that, we don't do anything. Right. We don't do anything. Anyone who says, I'm overweight and I need to lose weight, I'm like, well, you haven't been inspired to do it. And I don't mean excited to do it. Nothing has resonated with you to make you want to actually take action to see value in it. Mm -hmm. And so that's where, that's where values are so important because they are what drive you have, we have to understand what's the benefit going to be, right? Going back to what I said before, why do I care? So what? Hey, Jerry, you need to create some company values, get clear about your company values. Why? 
<laughs> that's the inspiration we're talking about this morning yeah. is so someone listening to this could go oh i now see the value of values <laughs> how's yeah. that yeah i see the value of values and so now i want to actually listen to the next podcast about and get educated about how do i do that how do i build the application and then implement that into my business so well, that's a I great mean, look, that's a yeah. great point no from a, from somebody like you know, leadership, great leadership, good leadership, good leadership requires great followership. And in this country, we're not great followers. To your point, if I'm going to, if I'm going to choose, if I'm going to choose to follow you, even, even though, um, you know, I'm not employed by you, Paul, but if I choose to follow you, it sure is important for me to understand what your values are. Because, if I'm going to, so for an employee, you know, obviously people that I want to hire to work for me or with me, it's important for me to understand their values. Uh, it's conversely really important for them to understand my values. So if we want alignment or rowing in the same direction, that the things that inspire each other are the same. That makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, absolutely. And then, the, you know, one of the questions I like to ask is, when was the last time you interviewed for values? When you went into an employee interview or a, a, a prospective employee interview, when was the last time you put some real energy into how do I explore these values to find out if we're in alignment? It's good. Because that's, you know, we, we say this over and over. We hire for skills. We fire for values. No doubt. Uh, and it's, it's just, it's so critical. And I, I hear over and over so many business owners say, I have to make all the decisions. Everybody brings everything to me. Well, when they say that very often, they're, at least it looks like they're pointing their finger at their employees and going, you guys are lousy decision makers. You have to bring every decision to me. Yeah. And what if your people can't make good decisions because you haven't equipped them with an understanding of the values you use to make decisions. Yeah. And with those values, they, so it's not that they don't know how to do their work. Maybe they don't know which work to do because you haven't equipped them with the values of how do we, how do I do this? Good. Hypothetically. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I think the word behavior has to really, has to really be held in, in the conversation with values because values drive behavior and really behavior is what I'm after. All right. That's good for today. Um, where are we going next week? Are we going to application or education? Education. We may wrap education and application together because in this case, I think they're going to be really tightly, they're going to be really tightly connected because understanding how to build the application is probably naturally going to take us into uh, the application itself, but who knows? We'll see how it goes, right? That's good. That's a good start. I appreciate you launching us into this four-part series. Thanks. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs>